Weekly Signals Timeout, an audio diary of incredible, incredible importance, broadcasting from the backyard of KUCI, 88.9 FM, on the campus of the sweltering University of California at Irvine. I'm Nathan Callahan. I'm Mike Caspar. Get up, Mahler. Get the, bring the paper here, Mahler. Come on, bring the paper. Bring me the paper. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. You know, Mahler brought me the paper. That, Mahler brought me the. There we go. Mahler brought me the paper the other day. Mm-hmm. And he has. I don't know. He. I must have ran all the way to Boston, Mahler, because I noticed he was gone for a few days. He <laughs> ran back. It was the Boston Globe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the, the July 11th Boston Globe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, so he was gone since the 4th of July. He came back to Irvine. And uh, there was an article by Joe Keohane yes. in the Boston Globe called, Globe called Researchers Discover a Surprising Threat to Democracy, Our Brains. Yes, our brains. Our brains. Yes. Yeah, and, and I'm just going to read the uh, opening paragraph. Yeah, because please do. It, because it, I think it, it sets it, us up yeah. very nicely. Yeah. Whenever the people are well informed, they can be trusted with their own government, Thomas Jefferson wrote in 1789. This notion carried down through the years underlies everything from humble political pamphlets to presidential debates to the very notion of a free press. Mankind may be crooked timber, as Kant put it, uniquely susceptible to ignorance and misinformation, but it's an article of faith that acknowledge is the best remedy. If people are furnished with facts, they will be clearer thinkers. Yada, yada, yada. In the end, truth won out. It will win out, right? That's the percent. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. And this is what the, the, yeah. uh, the research uh, has, has found. It was a uh, uh, research out of Michigan. Facts don't necessarily have the power to change our minds. In fact, quite the opposite. In a series of studies in 2005 and 2006, researchers at the University of Michigan found that when misinformed people, particularly political partisans, were exposed to corrected facts in news stories, they rarely changed their minds. In fact, they often became even more strongly set in their beliefs. So the more, the way I look at it, it's, it's almost saying that the more we talk about things that are factual, the more divided things get. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is kind of a, a scary notion to me. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, about belief that. has supplanted the the the, uh, the fervor by which you believe something. Yeah, tends to make it more true in the minds of a lot of people. Yeah, the degree to which you feel something makes it more mm-hmm. true and more factual. It's kind of a Tony Robbins of of uh, news reporting is what goes on now. Mm-hmm. The more enthusiastically things are reported that's why fox news works so well with a lot of people yeah and and the other thing they do find out too in this report is that it's if you can anger someone up rile up their blood about something then they are even less inclined to pay attention to the facts that's right and uh, i i don't know if i'd call myself a liberal i like to think myself kind of liberal with in my blood you know and I think you would be called a liberal, I, would you not? I would embrace that 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 wow. moniker. Yeah. Well, they say that liberals in general are more likely, according to the report, to not be angered up mm-hmm. about things. That because of the very fact that they are liberal, they tend to look at both sides, which gets them into trouble a lot with conservatives because conservatives are mainly telling us that it's either. 
black or white. Right. It, Liberals start seeing gray. They're less likely to get anger, right. angry about something, so they're more likely to believe facts. And as conservatives would say, we're muddled. We're, we're muddled. muddled because we try, we, we make an attempt to see. And also, it makes messaging very difficult. Yeah. Because while you're saying, I believe this to be true, but on the other hand, I understand why X, Y is also a, viable, a, a, a reasonable argument to be made. Yeah. And no. that gets us into trouble. As now, we... now, I'm, I'm going to jump ahead here because yeah. these researchers have said that self-esteem is one factor in, yeah, I, I know, is one factor mm -hmm. in this whole makeup of whether or not people are open to facts. The better you feel about yourself, according to the researchers, the better you feel about yourself, the more open you're going to be. The worse you feel about yourself, yeah. and, you know, if, if you really believe that Mexicans are taking your jobs away, yeah. you're going to be, your self-esteem has got to be, and, and this isn't a reflection on Mexicans taking your jobs away, but your self-esteem can't be that high. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, if you feel threatened by, by, by a f farm worker who's not even really taking away your job, exactly, right. uh, you, you can't feel too good about the job that it is you do have. Right, right, right. Yeah, if you're worried about somebody that is uh, ver generally, and I got this, I'm going to get into trouble here. Yeah, yeah these are all generalizations, yeah, too. I, I don't yeah. want to call no. from, you know, and, like. And, uh, and, I, and I'll say, and this is something that Lakoff has written about as well, George yeah. Lakoff, who uh, is. Uh, written the books about framing issues, and that is that um, people who are more conservative, uh, one of the tenets, one of the primary tenets of, of this sort of mindset is is that you can't question their belief system. Yeah. They, they become agitated and upset at, over you questioning the very basic premises. Yeah. As a, so you can't even get to a point where you can have a discussion on, on facts that you might agree on. Yeah. Because their set of facts tend to be something that are so of such core value to them that they can be unquestioned. And it makes it very difficult to find the ground on which you can argue. Yeah. So that, that, that seems to be my experience as well. Because, and I do think that Fox News has just been masterful. Absolutely. I, I, I watch it in, in perverse awe. Because they are able to take every single day, they're able to take some thread of something that's actually true and turn it into and 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 an, a uh, well, ang make people angry make about them it. Angry that the government and this is uh, this is their primary focus. The government is in the process of taking over everything. You have every reason to be fearful about the government because the government will do nothing but harm to you. It'll take away your freedom. Uh, it'll take away your ability to to practice your faith. Things uh -huh. that are of core values, and this is, it used to be communism. It used to be some other, re now it's our own government. And mm -hmm. it happens to be a black man who's running our government, which makes it even play into those, some more fear. And, and, and what you're saying then is, is by doing that, by, by making people fearful, yeah. when real facts do come along, yeah. when they're faced with facts from another place, yeah. they are less likely to believe them. Yeah. In, in fact, e e in fact e even <laughs> when, when they're, when they're presented in a rational manner yeah. you know, with a lot of sources tagged onto it, yeah. uh, that what they're saying is not true. And that's what this study found. Yeah. Uh, that, that they were asking people in the study about welfare, yeah. uh, that 1% of our national budget goes toward welfare, even after 
they they had all the reports, all the figures, everything uh, that they could possibly get to show them that only 1% of the national budget goes toward welfare. Yeah. They did not believe that 1% of the national budget goes to wa- toward welfare. Yeah. Now, I, how do you overcome that is, is what I'm concerned about. Yeah, it is and, a and, yeah, very real concern. And it's, well, to me, it's the only concern, yeah, really. Yeah. I, I mean, not the only, but it's the primary concern. Yeah. Because if you can't tell somebody the sky's blue, then you can't get, really get too far in any conversation. If you can't lay out facts in front of people yeah. and, and hope to progress yeah. civilization, then you're not going to make any progress as a civilization. And, and, and let's be, to, in, the, in the interest of being balanced here, there are people on the left that, that I know you know and I know as well who are absolutely convinced that every dark thing that's ha- everything that's happened – uh, that uh, has anything to do with the government and all is, uh, you know, the six guys sitting in a room somewhere deciding the fate of the world yeah. or that uh, all of it. There are there are certainly uh, people who call themselves liberal, progressive, have a set of facts and figures as well that are of a core belief, and they will not change. There's nothing you're going to say to change them. But we're generally talking about a mindset that I, I have encountered throughout my life, and I'm sure you have as well, uh, it, it It is something I do believe in America. It is wedded to this idea of sort of God, country, and patriotism. They're all kind of this American exceptionalism to me is is sort of the embodiment of all that you're talking about. We The reason that we made a mistake is because it was an unintentional. We made a mistake because uh, it was God's will almost that was somehow, some way fate intervened. But we wouldn't ever do anything that was counterintuitive to what we believe our country to be. Uh-huh. Somehow, some way. I mean, uh, you know, uh, whatever wars we conduct, however many people are killed, it, it's part of God's crusade in some manner because we're God's people. And that's, for me, where all of this kind of gets tied together. Well, I, I think you can believe in American exceptionalism. Yeah. It's it's the d- definition of that exceptionalism that's important. Yeah. If If, mm. if, if the exception of being American is that you are open to other cultures and and uh respond to facts mm-hmm. and and try to base any sort of uh decisions and, or confrontations that you encounter based on those facts facts then that's uh a good kind of exceptionalism i agree yeah uh but i i think what you're saying is that fear comes in to the type of exceptionalism that exists in America today, and that fear—it's—it's it's, uh, you know the the we're right exceptionalism, and and there's no questioning that, and anybody who does question that is a threat to us. Right. That brings on the fear, and at that point, any sort of fact that's presented is just by the very way that human beings are wired. Yeah. It has nothing to do with uh, anything other than that. Um, and that's what, going back to again. That's the reason I'm picking out conservatives being more susceptible to it yeah. is because they often play on fears. At least these days, that's what they're. A lot of what they're doing is played on fears. It, it, you will not accept facts if you're uh, <laughs> you're wired that way. If if you're afraid or if you feel threatened, right? And, and that's just that's just our uh, our human nature. Right. Now again, 
How do we get past that? I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> I, I think it has to do partly in the presentation of facts. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know how to do that exactly. I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I think entertainment can, can help. Satire? Yeah, satire can help. I think it's a matter of seduction. Uh, and, and the other thing is is to try and make people less fearful. I, and I, <laughs> that, give, given the type of uh, structure we have in at least our media, I, we seem to, and, and I don't just mean Fox News, I, I mean people flock to things yeah. in theaters yeah. that bring on fear. Yeah. Well, do you think that in some part of this is that collapsing systems institutions can be um, a, 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 a an opportunity for people to accept facts that they may not have considered before? Oh, well, I think, I'm, okay, I, no. I, according, if I'm going to interpret this uh, yeah. report, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what I believe personally. I have to think that one out. But interpreting the report, collapsing systems only make people more rigid because yeah. they are, you know, it would have to completely collapse. Yeah. Because a collapsing system will, is easy to prey on people's fears. Yeah, I mean, we can see that. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, and I, I don't it, it, believe me, this is not something I wish for, but I thought I saw the collapse of our financial system, the near total collapse of our yeah. financial system, as an opportunity for people to reassess a lot of things about our society moving forward, and in fact, the people who perpetrated the the disaster were rewarded. So our system didn't collapse. Yeah. In fact, it reinforced these already terrible uh, tendencies. Yeah. So, it, but, but I was hoping from a point of view of people watching the system, and I think in some degree, some, in some measure, they, the curtain was pulled back enough for people to understand what, how things actually work. But what happened was it was channeled into a very conservative, fearful movement yeah. like the Tea Party movement, yeah. which is which is there are six guys in a room controlling the world. There is some there is some justification for their anger, but it's yeah. been channeled in completely and totally inappropriate ways for me. Yeah, into racism, into race baiting, to overreaction, and blaming the people who were not responsible for the collapse for the collapse. So, yeah. well, I, and you're right. I think you're absolutely when you say this, the the the, the collapsing systems tend to reinforce already bad. Perception. So we're doomed. <laughs> and, and, and and that's a fact. <laughs>